The Dragon Reread is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know the first R in J.R.R. Tolkien stands for Armadillo? I did not. Wait, what does the second R stand for? Armadillo. (laughs) (laughs) For more Armadillo-related facts, to find out how you can access episodes a day early, and to check out our other podcasts, visit us at armadillo.club. Wheel of Time turns and ages come and pass, leaving memories that become podcasts. Hello there, welcome to the Dragon Reread. We're rereading Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series of fantasy novels. I am Jeff Lake. I'm Alice Sullivan. And I'm Michael Sparkman. And today we're covering chapters 24 through 28 of The Gathering Storm, book 12 of The Wheel of Time. Previously, Tuon explains to Beslan why joining her evil empire built on the backs of slave labor is actually great for poor people, and decides to meet with the Dragon Reborn. Matt and Telmanes have a solid chapter of witty banter as they push to be this season's hot new buddy road trip comedy on their way to the Tower of Genji. Fail and her crew hold a secret funeral to honor the Aiel they super backstabbed, literally and figuratively. Rand gets briefly captured by Simraj, which is long enough for her to just shatter his damaged psyche forever. Rand is now Dark Rand, Shadow Dragon of Bad Vibes. <laughs> Less charity work, more balefire, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, and Cat Swain is banished forever. Good riddance. Yeah. So it's not all bad news. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Up, upside, right? Don't let the tent flap hit you on the way out. <laughs> Don't let the tent flap hit you where the pattern split you. <laughs> right, exactly. Creator, right? <laughs> yeah, because the pattern's splitting. Yeah. <laughs> Chapter 24 A New Commitment, icon of the bull of Gareth Bryan. So, Gwyn. Uh, has surveyed Brian's camp and rides in. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping at this point he's somehow managed to dislodge his head from betwixt his butt cheeks. <laughs> Let's find out. Yeah. <laughs> On his way through the camp, he spies an Aes Sedai doing some washing. Very suspicious. Yeah. I, I, at first I thought that was like an Aiel thing, because they make Aes Sedai do that. But no, there's no Aiel here, right? Yeah. Except for Egwene, who's kind of like an Aiel. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know. Like a adopted Aiel sort of something. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of he, throughout this walk. He's thinking about how the White Tower kind of treated him like crap, and Egwene deserves his allegiance and all that kind of stuff. And he's, but he's also thinking about how he's going to rescue Egwene, and he and Gareth Bryan and Egwene are all going to ride off to Endor together. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. You should just collect more info before you make this plan. Yeah. You know, I do like, though, that we have this continuity going on. We have another chapter with somebody walking through a camp thinking about things. So Brandon Sanderson is continuing. It's true. The tradition. He's honoring, you know, the, the material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also want to point out that as Gwen is riding through this followers camp, you know, this this big uh, place, see, like people are shouting things at him. And at some point, a, a couple people offer to shine his sword and sell him some sweet buns. And I was thinking... <laughs> ah, you know, I, don't think, I don't think he knows what they're actually selling him here. <laughs> All the needs of an army on the march. <laughs> That's right. So uh, he negotiates his way through the guards by beating the crap out of them. Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, well, you know, and for for their for their part, the guards like he pre- presents himself as who he is. He's like, hey, I'm uh, Gwyn, and you know, I'm here to see the general. And I feel like this is one of the things where if you're a guard, you always take them at their word for this because like worst case, you take them to the person that are like, yeah, fuck that guy, execute him. 
best case is like you get your ass kicked. So well, the, the, well, I, they probably get a lot of jokers walking up, and and it's possible that you bring them to the general. And the general's like, "Why the hell did you bring this person to me? You're fired." Yeah. Well, I mean, if they, you know, it might be we have, we haven't seen this guy's life. Maybe he gets. Dudes like this pretending to be lords every 10 minutes. Uh, that's, that's point. Like, oh, another one. Yeah. yeah you're going number seven for today, okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're going to have to beat the shit out of me and my friends to prove something. But what happens, yeah. Yeah, beating up the... You, he, he uses the mostly the non-lethal sort of form. <laughs> yeah, but slightly less lethal. Yeah. Uh, he uses a couple of the lethal ones, but they got Aes Sedai around, right? Yeah, sure. And uh, this does not please Gareth Bryan. It does get his attention, though. It does, yes. <laughs> and Gareth Bryan is like, what the hell are you doing here, you pawns? And so, but he does let, uh, he lets go in into his tent. Apparently, Swan is doing a really good job of keeping that tent clean. Oh, yeah, good for him. comments on it. He's like, yeah. oh, man, this is really tidy. Right. Yeah, he, uh, but they do kind of make up a little bit, you know, to, to the degree that they can. And Gawain sort of, yeah. tells Brian his his plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Gareth Bryan's like, oh, buddy, you're so out of loop. <laughs> yeah, okay, so let's have a conversation about what's going on here. <laughs> yeah. Gawain. Do we know what Gareth Bryan is drinking? Uh, Tea. Yeah. Yeah, but it says he despises it. It's supposed to improve my health and he doesn't say anything else. Is it supposed to be that the implication that Swan is just trying to keep him healthy because she loves him or? I think, I think so. Yeah, I think that's the idea. She has okay. him drink. That was my interpretation. Okay. I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember if there's a part where she talks about making him drink some tea, but yeah, I think that's the It's probably like fish gut tea or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. He's like, okay, well, I guess I love her. <laughs> right. Those eyes are so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yes, honey. I love your fish gut tea. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so they go looking for that Aes Sedai that Gawain saw, mm-hmm. and while Gareth Bryan clues him in, you know, uh, Egwene is the armorless seat, and she's captured, and we could rescue her anytime because we can teleport, bro, but she doesn't want us to teleport her, and also, why aren't you with your sister? She's in charge of Andor now. Where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> yup. <laughs> yeah. Once again, Gareth I Bryan mean, makes a lot of really good points. Seriously, that's like, yeah, right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> And he's like, well, so do you still want to, you still want to like go rescue the Armland Seat against her wishes now that you know that your sister needs the first sword at her side? And Gwen's like, yeah, no reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So Gareth Bryan tries to set him straight about Rand, you know, like Morghese was doing a bad job and, you know, I saw it personally and Rand probably didn't kill her. And Gwen's like, no, I won't believe that. Yeah, this is going to get old really fast. Like this, this is irritating to read because it's the kind of thing where it's like everyone knows this Gwen. Like I... Why? He doesn't have any reason to believe this, really, at this point, right? But it's just sort of a conclusion that he leapt to, you know? Mm-hmm. That Morghese is not even confirmed to be dead, right? Yep. And and this he had little excuse before, but now he has no excuse, because this guy, who by all accounts is one of the few people that Gwyn trusts most of all in the world, is telling him this thing. Yeah. And who was, who was there, right? Like, yeah. Gareth Bryan, well, he, he wasn't there for Rand's arrival, but he was there to see all the stuff that was happening with Morghese. Right. So, yeah, pretty irritating. And anyway, they find that Aes Sedai, and it's Shimmerin. Yeah. It was that Aes Sedai that Elida had put out of the tower and and de-Aes Sedai. That Egwene's been using as a a leverage point for a while now. I I do wonder uh, how she's going to do in the rebel camp, though, you know? Like, she's in a weird position, right? Yeah, well, she's still an Aes Sedai, according to everybody except herself, right? (laughs) Yeah, kind of, right? So if they can just convince her... Because it's all about what she believes, right? So they can just convince her that she's still a nice Sedai. She becomes, pop, she's a nice Sedai again, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. 
She, um, she's done all the things. She's taken the oaths. She's done the testing. So, yeah. If she doesn't consider self Sedai anymore, is she still bound by the oaths? I think, I think so. Question. I think so too. I think the oaths are not based on your station. They're like it's just like a binding promise, right? I think mm. so. Right. Yeah. Also, I, f- I found it very irritating that we went from and I said I named Shemarin to literally the next page Sherion. <laughs> I had to stop and reread a few times to figure that one out. Yeah, there yes. there are a lot of common letters, don't they? Yeah. Chapter twenty five in darkness, like under the black Aja. So Sherion reflects on how. It, her life kind of sucks now. She just wanted to be Black Aja and gain power over the world and punish those who had crossed her. And she didn't want to do all these stupid errands for the Forsaken. And that sucked. But now things are okay because that one Forsaken left. But also life is pain. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. this is a temporary break from the pain of her life. It's, yeah, right. Is, is this our first Sherryum chapter? No, there was one little bit where she was like, she came back to her tent, and then somebody started spanking her. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Tore her clothes off and started spanking her, yeah. Think, actually, yeah. And uh, Sherium, but uh, <laughs> bad for Sherium. <laughs> yeah, as she's like, oh, I finally get a break for this pain, suddenly a forsaken pops yeah. in. Yeah, Masana shows up. I think yeah. it's probably Masana, right? Yeah, yeah it's got to be. Because they mentioned the, was it the Straith or whatever? She's she's wearing some sort of weird, uh, she can't see see her because I she works. it's like the black and silver thing that Masana does. Straith is a thing that Grendel does, right? Oh, yes, no, Grendel likes right. the sexy straith. Yeah, it's ribbons of black cloth, the face obscured by dark blackness. That's how Masana has been presenting herself. Right. Oh, yeah. that's right, that's right. Yeah. Well, either way, yeah, this is this is most likely Masana. Right, mm-hmm. and so Masana gives more conflicting instructions. That's the, this is the, the problem with being a dark friend, really. Yeah. <laughs> Too many bosses. I yeah. mean, otherwise it'd be great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And she wants Egwene deposed now. And she also wants Sherryum to steal those dream Terangriel. Like all of them. Yeah. All 20 of them. And yeah. for each one that she fails to steal, she will lose a finger or toe. Yep. Cool. Yep. Chapter got three days. Chapter 100 of It Sucks to Be a Dark. <laughs> <Yeah. friend. laughs> I know, right? This isn't, yeah, that's not even the worst thing on the list, is it? <laughs> yeah. So then uh, we cut to Egwene, who meets with Cyane, who is that one cool black Aja hunter, right? We mm-hmm. like Cyane. Yeah. Yeah. That's Pivaro's buddy, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And she's also the one who uh, who Egwene brought around to like helping at the end, right? I don't. I think that was Pivara. No, Pivara wasn't there. I think Pivara was there for that conversation, was she? Uh, I've got confused. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember. And. She tells her that uh, what's, what happened with Elida is going to lead to a trial, probably. But the worst that could happen to her is, like, punishment for a month or something. No big deal. Yeah. Uh, uh, Elida's argument is that, oh, it's okay for me to beat her because because she's a dark friend. And they're like, yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, it didn't <laughs> quite work that way. Yeah. Uh, and I think that this is probably good news for Egwene because a trial where everybody just listens to Egwene talk for a while is yeah. perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know, right? This is like the... The best thing that could happen in this in this current circumstance, right? But Egwene is upset because she's stuck in this cell, and so she's not able to work her her evil magic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, Egwene uh, might still be uh, executed for impersonating the Omnilin. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah that could yeah. happen. Yeah. So you know, not great. Not great. Yeah. So chapter twenty six: a crack in the stone, like kind of the web of laces. No, the lace of ages. The lace of ages. Yeah. 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 Uh, Avienda is doing another pointless task when uh, Min approaches to talk Rand, you know. Yeah, you know, Rand, boys, their situation, this so is, on. This is one of the upsides of, like, what do you call it, poly relationships, is yeah. that, you know, you can discuss 
your relationships with the other people very specifically. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. Somebody who really knows your partner really well. Yeah. And you know, like men, men's great. You know, this is like this is like bro talk with men, the bro. You know, propaganda. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. seem like they have a very good relationship going on. This was a difficult conversation to read. You Not know, so Avienda yeah. doesn't necessarily appreciate men's small talk. Uh, and, it's true. And men doesn't really understand IO culture. Yeah. Also true. Yeah. Yeah. Men's like, uh, what you're doing seems kind of crappy. And Avienda's like, why has she dishonored me this way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What you're doing is pointless. Why would you do that? And then she's like, look at all these people working and you're doing that. And it's like, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and men's like, I don't know. I thought we might have a confrontation. And Avienda's like, bitch, you're not made of the spear. Like, there's no way we're going to fight you. Yeah, I know. It wouldn't be honorable to kill you. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, it's funny the way she puts it. She's like... Well, she, she says something like, oh, it wouldn't be fa- uh, fair to fight somebody who's, like, not good at fighting. And men's like, oh, I'm not exactly defenseless. I mean, it's like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Sure. What honor would there be gained in fighting one with no skill? And men's like, here's my knives. And I mean, it's like, oh, those are cute. Yeah, good, yeah, good for you. <laughs> and uh, I guess there's a little bit of, I don't know, retconning is the right word. But, oh, yeah, why didn't Avienda know that Rand was having trouble when the... When Samir Haj had him captured, because she's got a magic bond with him. Yeah, she They all should have known. Yeah, exactly. But it's because she, she says here in like a little line, oh, I thought he was just having a nightmare. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Which is, I don't know. Yeah, like a, a nightmare where he's in absolute agony and is, and is like, into, I mean, like, I get Rand does have some horrible dreams, you know? So maybe yeah. maybe it's not that far-fetched, but it seems pretty crazy to kind of... No joke, yeah. Well, it's probably coming down that line, you know? Yep. Anyway, so Min pisses off Avienda by not understanding the Aiel stuff. That Avienda also doesn't understand. Whatever. So, but Avienda is so mad that she goes and asks why she's being punished. And then insists, no, you can't punish me anymore. I won't take it. And they're like, finally. Yeah. <laughs> so they were all waiting for her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She needs to tell them to suck it before they can accept her. Because a wise one has to be able to tell pretty much anyone to suck it. Sure. It's yeah. like the moral that, of the That's story. a pretty good way of saying it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your final lesson, Avienda. Yeah, but you could have... Uh, I mean, this is... Yeah. Of course it's infuriating, but it's, the, it's wise women, so why wouldn't it be infuriating? It's true. It's true. Like, I, is yeah. this, did one of us predict this? I'm trying to remember if this is something You predicted this. I did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. you 100% said this was the case. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't remember if I had said that or if Jeff had said that, but, but yeah, it's... Uh, I think we all kind of knew that was what it's that, Right. We yeah. guessed and at least. super aggravating. <clears throat> yeah. But whatever. So she got through this. Thanks to men. <laughs> yeah. You have to... <laughs> This whole culture of people that's all about honor and following orders and knowing your place and, and all this stuff, you're going to give them no clues whatsoever that their job here is to ignore their orders. Yeah. yeah. It's like, we know you've been conditioned this way for your entire life and, you know, your culture for centuries, but... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. <clears throat> that's yeah. enough. So whatever. Now she's off to Ruidian to complete our training. Yeah. I'm excited to see that. I want to see what goes on there. Yeah. Well, isn't it just the same thing that Rand did? He goes in through those glass things? I don't know. Well, we never knew that because we never knew if everybody else saw the exact same people uh, that Rand yeah. did or yeah. not. I would say, yeah, I, that, that's interesting. I See, I think it's your personal uh, ancestors, yeah. like your personal ancestor line back to whenever. But she's already been to Ruidian once, right? Because there's, they say that every every wise woman, go, every wise one goes there twice. Yeah, once, once in the when she, yeah. once when she became an apprentice, once when she was a full wise one. So oh. this will be her second time going through. Yeah, because I remember when Avienda went through the first time, she saw it wasn't uh, it wasn't the ancestry thing. It was like, well, I'm trying to remember. I think it was like predictions for the future or information about the future, or it was like hints about what was coming, something like that. It was yeah. it was different. 
So I don't know. Yeah, maybe the second time it's... Yeah, because it was in Rudy and she realized that she was going to be in love with Rand. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it was a future thing. Right, yeah. Yeah. I would so love it's, to it's, get to see. Is what, What's the thing little girls do where they like... You see the... you. you it's like a thing you go in the, look in the mirror and you say... I don't know, something four times and you see the face of the person you're going to marry. You say Bloody Mary three times and she comes out of the mirror and kills you. No, I think this is a different one. That's a different thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know the Bloody Mary. Oh, that is pretty ideal. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know the one you're talking about, Jeff. Isn't that is it like a game? Oh, no, maybe it's like the one of those four. Well, there's a little fortune teller, little paper fortune tellers. Yeah, yeah one those of the things, things that they can tell do? you is who, yeah, one of the things yeah. they tell you is who you're going to marry. Yeah. There's that game, the, what was it called? MASH. MASH, yeah. yeah. Mansion, apartment, shack, hotel? House. House? House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I, either it's way. probably not that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, as she's leaving, she thinks to herself, I'm coming back for that dragon, D-boy. You better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come back. I'm going to be so horny. <laughs> <laughs> Is the sound she's going to make when she comes back, I assume. She's going to show you how wise a one she is. Yeah. So then we cut to Ramonda, who is with Lelaine and her uh, henchmen. And uh, Shimmerin. Yeah, interrogating Shimmerin. <laughs> and uh, it's like barely an interrogation because Shimmerin's just like, whatever, I'm just going to talk about everything. Yeah, I'll tell everything. I'm not an Aes Sedai anymore. Uh, they're disgusted at Elida's treatment of her former ally. But she does mention a Watergate, a sneaky way into Tar Yeah. Which is the kind of thing that Gawain could use, you know? He's exactly the sort of dude that sneaks in and kills a bunch of people. Uh, that yeah. is true. Hmm. Uh, so there's a weird conversation that's happening here, and I'm not sure if we're supposed to know what it is, but it feels like Shimmerin and Swan are, are like dodging around something in the, at the beginning of this conversation. You think so? It feels like, I can't think of why, but it feels like Shimmerin is looking at Swan as if like for, for cues or something. And then I'm trying to remember what, what she says specifically, but it, it feels a little bit like... There's a bit where Swan is like, tell us what you know, fish guts. Uh, I mean, if you, if you feel like telling us, I said I, you know, there's your fake Swan. Yeah, maybe that's all it was. It's just like Swan pretending not to be uh, running the show. Also, Shimmerin is probably weirded out by Swan being there because she was stilled and executed and deposed. And and now um, she's not stilled anymore. Right. And they don't know why, right? Like, yeah. She doesn't know about that. Yeah, so that's pretty wacky Yeah, from Shimmerin's perspective. But... Uh, we don't find out much more than that because there is a horrifying cockroach attack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah a, a swarm of roaches erupt from beneath the, the, the tent, I guess. Yeah. First one, then, then hundreds, and it drives them all out of the tent, and they just burn the tent. Out. <laughs> I know. I love yeah. that. They're like, hey, do you have anything left inside you want? They're like, fuck no. Yeah. Put that shit like, down. My journal, but fuck that. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. At first, they attempt to, to kill it, and then it's like, nope. No, just burn it, burn it, burn yeah. it all down. But I did kind of like the warders standing there, like with their swords. Like, what, what, what sword form is this? <laughs> Sweeping the roaches. Yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> so I guess it's just more dark one craziness. Yep. So after this roach attack, uh, Ramon is thinking to herself, oh, "They really need to get their shit together because <laughs> things are getting bad." Yeah, and I also Ramonda is not so trusting of Swan as Swan thinks. Yeah. Nobody seems to be very trusting of Swan, like Mm -hmm. Swan thinks she is. Yeah. I I mean, I I feel like, well, no, you're right. I was going to say that maybe uh, Lelaine, but but Lelaine doesn't, right? Like, doesn't trust her because she's intentionally leaving Swan out of some things or something like that. Yeah. Chapter 27 The Tipsy Gelding. I can have some dice. 
the Matt heads into that town with the Aes Sedai and Tom. Looking for some trouble. Well, Matt's looking for trouble. Yeah. Yeah. He's, <laughs> there's a nice bit about how, this, this has happened before, but how Matt's horizons have broadened, where he's all like, this is a tiny little town, barely three or four inns in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, he's from a one-inn town. He's, uh, yeah, because he, 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 he talks about, uh, what was it, Barillon or no? Yeah, I think it was Barillon when yeah. they thought that was, that was the most amazing big city they'd ever seen. Yeah, yeah. it's like, a, I guess it, it makes me wonder, like, going back, was Barillon just like a little town? Because I remember at the time, the way it was written, it was like, oh, this is a city. Yeah. It had a wall. It had a wall, that's true. So uh, Tom is anxious to go to the Tower of Ginge. Mm-hmm. Um, and Matt's like, come on, Tom, like, we gotta, gotta do this first, you know, got responsibilities, man. I mean, Matt does not want to go back to the, the dimension of the snakes and foxes because last time he almost died. Well, he did die. I mean, he died. Yeah, he they died. came back. I yeah. Mean, yeah, I don't know if that's the one where like the people were wearing skin shirts. That was the foxes, I think. I think that was the foxes. Yeah. Either way, bad news. So, so Matt's like, come on, Tom. It's not very much fun. You're <laughs> not going to like it. Matt just wants to have a night partying with Tom all night. Yeah. Just like the old days. But he is determined to rescue Maureen from the interdimensional monsters that are holding her captive, but he's not a hero. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tom mentions an old song that, uh, from this, that's from this area, which triggers Matt a little bit. Mm. Yeah. They need stuff about the old road that they're traveling on, which is like an ancient road that's all broken up. Yeah. Oh, I love his flashbacks. Yeah. Uh, then they get to Hinderstadt, which is a, a nice town. The mayor says uh, no outsiders overnight, uh, and they have no food to sell. Uh, and then Matt's like, ah, that's fine. <laughs> and then the dice start rolling in his head. Yeah. Uh-oh. And uh, he, so Matt heads off and finds the diviest of the three bars in town. <laughs> yeah. The tipsy gelding. And he yeah. goes in, like, planning to essentially ruin some poor locals' livelihoods, right? Like, Yeah, kinda, yeah right? Yeah. Like, the mayor just told him we can't afford to spare any food. And Matt's like, oh, don't worry, I'll just defraud you of it <laughs> yeah you know uh i'm sure matt's thinking if they didn't want their livelihoods ruined maybe they shouldn't be poor locals you know, <laughs> <laughs> know right? and he's like this is a big town you guys are all big city slicksters to me so i'm just gonna steal all your money yep and then with tom on us he proceeds to lose on purpose yeah to trick the townsfolk into betting all the food that he wants yeah i mean i've done didn't know that he could do that, but it, I guess it kind of makes sense, right? It's about like what his desired outcome is. That's yeah. where his luck goes. So he's a dice shark. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. 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 So, he, so yeah, he gets everybody excited to keep winning from him because he keeps losing. And uh, Talmanis is starting is starting to say, you know, this place is kind of messed up, you know, and it's a little weird. They want us to be out of here before sundown, you know. Maybe we should listen to them. And Matt's like, no, no, no. Fuck off. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, the, and throughout all of this, like, the mayor is really emphatic about them leaving by nightfall. Like, mm-hmm. he's like, we do not bend the rules. The price is too high. Okay. <laughs> right. Matt's like, nah, it's fine. Yeah, this is this is red flag territory, Matt. But then he, he does, he executes his plan, bets the rest of his money against all the food that he wants for his men. Um, and he wins, of course. What's crazy is the mayor knows that he's being swindled, right? Like, like... He knows what Matt is planning, and he knows what, what exactly what's going to happen. But he goes through it anyway because he thinks he understands how Matt's cheating. Yeah. But he yeah. didn't count on the fact that Matt is cheating with magic. Yeah, that's <laughs> yep. so crazy. It worked even when Matt didn't touch the dice. When it's the mayor's own dice, he doesn't touch Matt, and he rolls them himself. Yep. Yeah, it's some pretty powerful stuff. Yeah. You know, it's uh, I read a lot about con men, and one of the things they say is that they, the best way to con somebody is make them think that they're in on a con, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so, Matt, Matt actually does start feeling a little bit guilty because these people are like emptying out their families' like pantries to, to fill his stupid cart. <laughs> yeah. But then uh, they don't manage to get the deal done before sundown. Yeah. And then the dice stop rolling. Yep. And then the screaming begins. Yep. Yeah, that's how the chapter ends. <laughs> yeah. Chapter 28. Night in Hinderstaff. Icon of the dice. So all the villagers are fighting each other to the death, trying to kill everybody they see with their bare hands, including Matt and his buddies. It was like a zombie attack. It was fucked up. It was, yeah. It was brutal. Uh, there's like killing each other with their hands and their teeth and like not really using weapons, just using rocks. I feel like the mayor probably could have led with if you don't leave by nightfall, we turn into murderous, you know, nightmare machines. But yeah. You know. yeah, the thing is, if you live in a world with, like, white cloaks and stuff, and you have this army right up, you're not going to be like, hey, we're, be- like, cursed. Like, if they ended up being, like, the white cloaks, that entire town would have been burned to the ground. It's a good point. My first thought when all of this happened was, oh, these are dark friends under, like, some forsaken spell or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And Matt and Talmanis fight their way across town. Uh, Matt... Murdering a bunch of people. Yeah, at first tries not to kill people, uh, but then kills a lot of people. Yeah. And as they're going, like, it, it gets really horrific and kind of impressionistic because it's so dark that they can't see the people. And the, Matt thinks the people are turning into, like, shadow monsters. And, and it's unclear if they actually are or if that's just the weird impressions Matt's getting in the darkness. Yeah. it's it's This is actually, re- like, to me reading this, this is, like, good horror writing. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. very, very genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he ends up having to turn back to save one of his red arms, and uh, he meets, he is saved himself by Tom, who didn't leave either. Yeah. Uh, and they see some lights flashing, some fireballs over from the Aes Sedai Inn, because yep. they didn't leave either. Yep. <laughs> Everybody, everybody yeah. gets off. <laughs> Motherfuckers, yeah. we have one simple rule. <laughs> yeah, seriously, seriously, one rule, just be out by nightfall. Yeah. They're all like, nah. The Aes Sedai are like, I'm going to continue my bath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was Tom's excuse? He's I don't, like, does it have an excuse? <laughs> what do these local yokels know about deadlines? <laughs> But they make it to the inn with the Aes Sedai, who are busy burning townsfolk. Delarn is Delarn is the guy who got pulled from his saddle. And he's mumbling Jack of the Shadows to himself. I was like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and they, they they do make it though past the all the ravening hordes. They manage to sneak into the inn. They manage to make it up to the Aes Sedai, who are clearly in the middle of their bath uh, because they're not fully dressed. And Matt gets a good peek <laughs> <laughs> and looks at Tom and he's like, eh? And Tom's like, yeah. <laughs> It's like, dudes, seriously, dudes. Really? It's like, like, put it the, put, less like, than a minute ago, you just saw somebody getting his face smashed to bits on the floor. Just put it away for like 10 minutes, man. Just put it away. Nobody, nobody wants that. No. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, nice boobs, Jolene. But don't think of her as a woman. She's nice to die. But still, nice boobs. Yeah. I mean, she could take any man she wants just because she can. That's right. That's true. Jolene. <laughs> but they, they managed to leave together uh, along with a couple of... Uh, Hostages? Yeah, well, they're little girls. They rescue them because they're... No, they're, they tied them up because they went crazy. The little and girls are like, trying to kill them while yeah. bound. Yeah, and they, wanted to, they didn't want to leave them there to be torn apart by the, the horde. Yeah, okay. I guess that's one time when it's okay to kidnap people. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah, right? Yeah. I... I I'm on board with this, except I would have left them because clearly they're also messed up. Insane. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I had a, a little point of something that that 
surprised me because I'm surprised that the warders weren't able to fight because they were carrying these people. I thought the warders weren't, I thought they weren't, weren't required to obey their Aes Sedai in, the, in points of like a protection, right? Mm-hmm. They are not, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, you're right. So, so should... I, 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 I feel like Lan wouldn't have put a sword away to carry somebody just because Moraine told him to. He'd be like, no, my job is to keep you safe, even, you know, even if it means I'm not going to obey your orders in this case. That's well, I mean, Lan would have probably been able to, like, arrest the girl on top of his enormous dog <laughs> and still keep fighting with both hands. Be, he like, would have folded them, folded them both on it, like, uh, <laughs> like washing over her. <laughs> it's like those seats that stewardesses have on airplanes. You just <laughs> put it down. <laughs> You're right. This would not have been Put a problem. cushion, the girl sits on it. He just like closes his eyes for 10 seconds and his enormous boner lifts up off the ground. Yeah. His, his mm. belt uncurls and you realize it was his dong all along. Yeah. Mm. Big booby women from little towns who are good at hunting. <laughs> Bam. That's what he needs. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway. So they, they escape the village though and then they camp rough. And Delon gets healed. And yeah, Delon, Delon gets healed. I totally thought he was dead as hell. Me too. I, I thought he was dead. I thought he was going to be dead in the saddle. Yeah. I thought he was going to be like converted to one of these zombies, rage monsters or whatever. Yeah. If, it, if this were a horror book, that's what would have happened, right? Yeah. And then uh, Matt confesses to Tom, you know, I just don't think I'm going to be able to hide from all this adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I, I think I might have to be a hero. And Tom's like, you do it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're probably right, man. <laughs> Seems like. So at least, you know, Matt might finally be accepting his, you know, his whatever. He might be having like a Perrin-esque epiphany soon. Yeah. But uh, Tom, who as always comes in clutch, uh, says he thinks probably the villagers expected this. He was picking up some hints and he found a drawing of Matt. Yeah. That somebody's been giving out. A flyer that yeah. the guy said has, they, they're just handing him out. Like there's, they're all over the villages yeah. nearby. Yeah. An outlander woman in some village north of here. Yeah, I wonder what that is. Maybe one of the Forsaken. Maybe Grendel, who's... They're all under orders to kill Matt and Perrin, right? Yeah, yeah. it's got to be a Forsaken. Yeah. Then uh, they find the prisoners that they took. I mean, the hostages. What do you call them? What do you call people that you take against their will? To <laughs> abductees? <laughs> uh, Rescue <laughs> abductees. Yeah. They vanished. Yep. And then Tom and Matt head back into the village. To check out the aftermath, I guess. Yeah. Which, like you do. Like you do. And it looks totally normal, except for all the damage. Yeah. The people are all back. They're all fine. Yeah. The ones who died horribly, who they saw them, like, their brains splattered out. Yeah, the blood is gone, except for Delarn's blood. It's still there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so it's the 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 villagers. It's like a village-wide Groundhog Day or whatever. Yeah. And they, they eventually find their way to the mayor and chat with him, uh, who gives them the rundown. Yeah. And he says, the mayor's like, yeah, this happens every night. That's why we have that rule. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that time? Yeah. Started a few months ago, apparently. So it's been like this for a while. Yeah, now. and and Matt and his crew were lucky to make it out because if they died there, they would be they living there. They were stuck. Now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and everyone who dies there gets assigned a random bed in town. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, we were, we were actually kind of wondering where you'd show up because <laughs> we're running out of beds in the inn. <laughs> yeah, a little weird, but you know, I mean, like this is this is not that bad, you know, like the, the infinite reset thing. You don't remember it as long as you. Go to sleep in your bed, you wake up in your bed and everything's fine, right? Yeah, but you're sleepy, you know? It's like you're up all night eating people or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And you still have the nightmares, I guess. Yeah, horrible nightmares. Yeah. yeah. But, you but you know, you can't die. You 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 know, you live forever that way, right? Mm-hmm. And the mayor mentions another picture, too, of Perrin 
that's been going around. Yeah, they're yeah. coming from the nearby town of Trustair. <laughs> Which Trustair? It sounds like a like one of those shady budget airlines. <laughs> like, trust air, yeah. yeah. If you, it's like if you think our, our planes look rickety, then just remember to trust air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Matt's like, "We're stealing all your food. Too bad, so sad. You know, you're fucked anyway." So. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. I guess they can't yeah. starve to death, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe they could just be hungry, starving forever. Uh, maybe that. I feel like they need like a blue isodide to come and fix that shit up. Mm. Yeah, and he, Matt asks them, like, you know, why, why don't you guys talk to the Aes Sedai? And they're like, no, 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 it's our problem. We'll take care of it. Yeah. Uh, well, they also say, but we also thought maybe if an Aes Sedai died here, then the White Tower might actually help us. Because, like, they, they say that we'll take care of it without help. But I think the subtext, Jeff, is that they're afraid that they're going to be uh, helped in a way that is much more lethal, right? Just, like, burn the whole town down. I mean, it seems what, like what they've got is already pretty bad, right? Yeah, but, that's you know, true. What do I know? Well, like, like the mayor says, they don't all agree on, on what they want to do, and right? What happens if they do burn the town down? I mean, what, what does happen? Do they wake in the spot where their bed was? Are people that were in like in rooms in the inn that were above each other, they wake up on top of each other? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I think so. <laughs> that, that's, uh, that's something that makes sense because the, the damage to the buildings doesn't get restored, right? What if they build a, like a, a wall in between where someone was exactly where they were sleeping? They wake up like in the Bisected? Wall. Do they die then if they wake up bisected? Probably. Anyway. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I mean, if it was me, I would hang around this village a lot more. Yeah, I mean, right? This, there's a lot of research to be done here. You're such a brown. I, I, I mean, I was just thinking it, it doesn't sound that bad. I might I might do this, you know? Yeah, I mean, well, you could like tie yourself up or something. Yeah. Probably. I mean, somebody else would run in and kill you. I mean, you, you go, well, if everyone just like chained themselves up with a key, right? Like they, these creatures don't seem to be smart enough to like un, to, to manipulate basic things. So yeah. Yeah, that's true. It reminded me of that great short story. I think it was Vonnegut, the one about Omelas. Which one was that one? It was the one about the guy who goes and visit this, th- visits this amazing island and meets this beautiful woman. But like every night on the island, it becomes this horrific world war zone. Oh. But each day it's restored again. Oh, oh. I remember that one. Yeah. I wonder if that was a reference. Probably. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. Anything so else? yeah, they get their cash and their food and they yeah. book it. Yeah. Uh, Matt wins again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, as, but I guess the they added a a new point to their 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 travel destination, right? They're going to go check out Trust Air. Yeah. Yeah. Because a, a new quest line. Matt's going to pull that thread. <laughs> Can't leave a side quest undone. Yep. Yep. Except when it's a whole village of people who are suffering horribly every night. That's somebody else's problem. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he already no solved worries. the mystery. <laughs> yeah. It's more of a rand problem. Yeah. I mean, at least right. it wasn't like that creepy ghost village. Because that was awful. Yeah, true. That was even scarier. Yeah, true. You know, at least this way nobody dies, right? Except for the outsiders. Except for all the people in the village every night. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. Well, except for that. (laughs) All right. Anything else? Do we have uh, any... No. No. We don't want to talk about that person. I mean... I... uh... Okay. They're not paying us. Yeah. So that's it for this episode. Next time we're going to cover chapters 29 through 32 of The Gathering Storm. I am Jeff Lake. That's Jeff underscore Lake on Twitter. I'm Alice Sullivan. That is Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. I'm Michael Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. And we might answer your question on air if you ask us. Please share us with anybody you think will like us. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this. Please check out our Patreon at armadillo.club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. The the light light illumine you. you.